with me right now is Phil Gifford, our sports commentator. Hi, Phil. Hello, Heather. How are you? Um, well, thank you. Now, um, I'm interested in the Cycling New Zealand report because it says basically that, and I'm summarising, but it basically says well-being should come before medal success. Is that problematic to you? No, not really, because I think they actually go hand in hand. And one of the things that sort of astounded me reading through the report this afternoon is, to be blunt, to use a phrase, how old-fashioned some of the attitudes are, which is basically... In the amateur days, when coaches got, uh, I mean, sorry, when athletes, I mean, got time away from their coaches, it didn't matter how draconian the coach was during the training sessions, the athlete could go back and they all had jobs and they did other things and they, and they were able to clear their minds a bit. But when you get into a training camp and you've got an athlete, you've got a coach that has no empathy, which appears to be the case in a large number of these coaches that Cycling New Zealand had, then there's no real escape from it. It's like having to bully at work the whole time, except you're stuck at work 24-7. I mean, bullying is kind of different, though, to to pursuit of success, isn't it? Nobody would argue that a bully is a good idea, but surely if if your choice is um, well-being or actually being excellent and getting a medal, it gets a bit more complicated. It gets more complicated, but there's absolutely no reason in the world, given, given and we have so much evidence that athletes, by, by and large, perform better if they have a good relationship with their coach, if it's a partnership rather than a sort of a master-slave relationship, mm. why the hell not have coaches who are doing both? There's no reason for a coach to think that he or she is a king or queen of the world, because they're no. not. They are Fair supposed enough. to be working with the athlete. So the, the, the report says there is a tension between well-being and pursuing medals, which suggests that sometimes in the pursuit of medals, you have to give up a little bit of well-being, don't you? Oh, there's no question you have to make sacrifices. Definitely, you have to work incredibly hard. And I suppose, you know, the athlete, as you know, either that I've had the most to do with in the last decade has been Valerie Adams. And there's no question that Valerie sacrificed enormously. But in the end, her greatest success came when she had a coach in Jean-Pierre Egger who worked, as Valerie would happily tell you, I'm sure, who worked as a mentor, not as a boss, not as a dictator. And that's the huge difference, I think. And it's the thing that I think in the world of professional sport that coaches really, really have to learn because otherwise you're going to have things like this just keep repeating itself. And there's no need for it. You can have success and you can have decency. They are not mutually exclusive. Okay, so you're not too worried that, um, that, that if we go for the well-being, we're going to actually forego some medals? No, there's... No, no, because we shouldn't forego medals. We should actually get more medals. Yeah. If we've got decency and, and good well-being, we should get more. It's this, this sort of idea that athletes are sooks because they, we should be concerned about their welfare. As I said, to me, that's a 1950s attitude. This is yeah. 2022, and we have to move in with the modern world. And one of the things about it is we change, I think, how coaching works with mm. sports people in all, in all sports, not just in uh, cycling. Who do you reckon is going to be in the rugby uh, Super Rugby final? I think it will be at Eden Park on June the 18th, and I think it'll be the Blues playing the Crusaders, and I think it will, it will be a match that will actually, a tournament that's really been struggling. I think at least the final should absolutely set uh, the rugby world on fire. I've, I've, I, I, the Blues are a shoe-in, right? But the Crusaders, are you sure? Too right. Would you like a little punt off here, Heather? Go on then, I'll do a punt on air. Okay, I think not the Crusaders. How much are we betting? Okay, 
Well, let's not get silly about this. How about how about a hundred bucks to a charity of either's choice? How does that sound? And I'm yeah, sure. Yeah, I'm happy for the I'm happy for the charity to be Phil Gifford. (laughs) It doesn't bother me in the slightest. (laughs) You should make some money off this, Phil. Well, I'm very happy for the charity to be to buy uh, some baby stuff for a beautiful little child. I've been watching photo after photo of them. They are gorgeous. And he's oh, that's right. His name's Iggy. I can't remember who his parents are, but he's a gorgeous little boy. Oh, thank you. I like that. Okay, we'll see if this happens. I'm I'm very interested in this because, Phil, they have been playing terribly. Good on you, Phil Gifford, uh, sports commentator.